Yo, folks, it's Paul Reed here, a.k.a. DJ HSEZE, here for the joint leaving dues of Tony Houlihan and Ronan Glynn in the house, brought to you by EY, and coming at you from City West Hotel. You see, I knew it eventually be of some use. 25 million later, what? So, 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 T-Bone, my man, so sad you're moving on as CMO. We, we made such a great team, especially when we couldn't agree on anything, yeah. For the last time. It's Professor Hullahan. Now get lost, Donnelly. Oh, y- you can call me the Donmeister any time you like. Sure, you know, everyone else does, yeah. <sighs> God, I can't believe you actually get paid more than I do. Good talk, yeah. Everyone, don't forget to give your name and number at the door for contact tracing. Need to keep those contractors in the millions, yeah? Wow, are we still doing that? Amazing. Thank you, EY. 20 million spent on calls never answered. They audited Anglo, you know. Sharon and Lynn will never be far away once he hits EY. Why? Since they practically run health by now, thank God. And hopefully, future ministers for health will just be drawn from EY and work out of City West. Big up for Ronan Glynn. The, the people were locked up for months on end. So then I said, if you can just do that little bit more. <laughs> oh, you should have seen the faces and the. <laughs> oh, he's a gas man. High five to Tony H. You didn't trust Irish people to use antigen tests for over a year. What a hero. He'll be over at the Mansfield Suite getting selfies with the journalists. I'll also be signing copies of the new book, Pandemonium, where I really stuck it to Donnelly. Yeah, what? cheers, man. That was a hilarious roast. Thanks. And as a legacy to Tony, we're banning escape rooms because lockdowns are way more fun. Now, the winner of our raffle is BAM. BAM, have, are they here? Where's BAM? Not yet. They're still building the table. Supposed to be finished hours ago, but construction is now delayed indefinitely. <laughs> <laughs> right, let's hit the dance floor. Private sector. And now... Tonight's dance floor is brought to you by the board of the National Maternity Hospital but the ground under the floor is still owned by St Vincent's Healthcare Group who will only allow physically appropriate dancing to musically appropriate songs. So put your hands up in the air but don't wave them around like you just don't care. The mother superior hates it when you do that. DJ HS Easy Read out! The Assembly Elections 2022. Now day-tripping reporters to the north love the word seismic. Nothing seismic actually happened in this election. Just the same old 40-40 orange and green split while the middle ground got more middling. Alliance continues to work hard at having no particularly strong feelings. Naomi Long's party are like a yoghurt to the raging hot curries of Shinners and DUPers. I am so, so mildly delighted with our very satisfactory election. For a while, I thought we'd win. So thank heavens we came in a very mediocre third. And I can't wait to get absolutely restrained tonight and go to bed earlier than ever. Even if Alliance won half the seats, only the larger of the two orange or green parties can become First Minister because this is the North where nothing makes sense. Opals are still Vauxhalls up here and local news on the telly makes RT feel like CNN. Police have arrested a swan that broke into the Buttercream shopping centre in Newry. The wild bird was spotted by two teenagers who were in the vicinity setting fire to things. They're set to be awarded the freedom of Newry as a punishment. And now the weather. Showers, 
more showers. The election results were interpreted in the usual divisive tomfoolery. Michelle O'Neill carefully avoided mentioning a border poll throughout the campaign and so Mary Lou Macdonald wasted no time in turning up the rhetoric afterwards. Sinn Féin has exactly the same number of seats as before the election which means we're the biggest party ever in the history of the planet Border Pell Party at my gap United Ireland in five years Don't ask me how I'll be busy organising the victory rallies Jamie Dornan carrying me on stage wearing nothing but a sash Hell yeah! Scotland's Nicola Sturgeon was quick to congratulate Sinn Féin for being the actual winners with more first preference votes and seats than anyone else. But Irish Times columnists Michal Martin and Leo Varadkar just couldn't bring themselves to admit that Chucky's won. Uh, clearly the Alliance uh, were the big winners here. They finished uh, third just like my party did in 2020 which was our worst result ever. But I'm still here on 200 G's a year and that's all that matters. <laughs> the Shinner bin bags have won nothing. Although TBF, Michelle O'Neill did get cast in Bridgerton right after London Derry Girls, so I'll begrudgingly give her that. And just to remind everyone that this is the North, the DUP will hold up any hopes of a government until it can figure out some way of fudging its latest embarrassing Brexit twister position. Here's Geoffrey Donaldson, often mistaken for a very stubborn Daniel O'Donnell. Well, the most important thing for Northern Ireland now is to get our British sausages. Even if we have to have Her Majesty's government import pork from the Republic to Britain and then ship it back over to us through Lauren. Only when our aortas are rammed with saturated fats that have spent time in a United Kingdom frozen goods vehicle en route to catastrophic cardiac arrest will we truly be happy to take our seats. Though not me. The food is way better in Westminster. Thank you very much. And that's exactly how the North runs, on only two gears, dead slow and stop. It relies on outdated symbolism and massive grants from a government that wants nothing to do with it. The North is basically like if a Gael talked one home rule from Dublin. As Seamus Heaney might once have said, the longed for tidal wave of justice will rise up when sausages and sodomy rhymes. Michal Lahan in the North where in fairness despite it being completely dysfunctional still never managed to create a housing crisis with tax breaks here's looking at you Fine Gael, RTE News Hi it's me Bono I wanted to read you an excerpt from my new memoir Surrender 40 Songs One Ego I hope you love it because it's already downloaded to every smart device you own you're welcome So yeah, it's 1978, I'm 18 years old, and the da, that's what us Northsiders used to call our papas. The da wants to talk to me about getting a job. Yeah. Now, I had heard about these job things, something poor people have to do to earn money so they can eat and pay taxes. And taxes? They're something the poor have to worry about because they don't have clever accountants. Now, I know I don't want to get a job, but what am I going to do instead? I'm not great at anything. I'm great at everything. I'm really great at reading long books like Crime and Punishment, but pretending I prefer to listen to Ramones albums instead. And I'm smart, like really smart, but also smart enough to know that you shouldn't say that. But instead, pretend that you think you're only a little bit smart, which is pretty smart, huh? I can draw amazing squiggly pictures, but I'll leave that to my mate Googie, who will one day become renowned later due to his association with me. 
I'm also a great writer, which you can tell from listening to me reading my memoirs. And I could be a journalist, but that sounds a bit too close to one of those pesky job things. I've always thought, why head to an active war zone to risk your life reporting the news? When you could just show up later when it's safe and draw much-needed attention to the causes you really care about. Me. Now, I could become a famous writer, but maybe it's just easier to pay journalist pals to ghost-write books for me. Though I am an amazing mimic. My Ian Paisley is so legendary he helped me steal my mate's girlfriend. No surrender! It's pretty great, right? So yeah, I could have been a professional impressions guy, but like, come on. Only a complete loser would try to make a career out of that. But maybe, just maybe, I could start a rock band. Yeah, a punk rock band. And sell out, do really middle-of-the-road dad rock and become the most famous and most annoying singer in the world. Knighted, blighted and short-sighted. Just think how many of my mate's girlfriends I could steal then. Yeah. Alright, Pascal, Heather, Helen, Simon I'm sure you know why I've called you all here today So you finally decided to do the right thing I have You're stepping aside, block And passing the torch to a better man <laughs> Sorry? Uh, to a better woman No, 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 no hang on Hey, it's best you bow out now Before you're forced out Like the ginger lad we tied to the train tracks Like you asked us Yes, mm. yes, 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 yes. Mm. Wait, you all think that I'm uh, uh, No, 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 I'm not resigning What? You're not? Oh no, I've just started canvassing party members for my leadership bit Well, I started ages ago As soon as Varankar lost us the last election What did you call me? Good luck catching up now Oh no, <laughs> guys, guys, like hello I called you here because with Joe McHugh The latest of the Leo babes to step aside yeah. You guys are my last allies. Huh? Um. <laughs> uh, uh, did you just call us your allies, co-prime minister? It's Kothish, but but yes. Allies? Uh, did I catch that right? Everyone's talking too fast. It's not going to be easy texting all of this to journalists later to make them look bad. <laughs> oh, <laughs> well, well, Pascal, you're my lead ally. So, sorry, I'm your ally. <laughs> <laughs> Helen, after everything we've been through, you must have some ideas on how to recover my self-satisfaction ratings. Yes, I do. I think you should resign. What? <laughs> like, what I was thinking was, like, when is it okay for me to go out for cans with my top off again? Sorry, I haven't been able to do a straight face since you called us your allies. I wish you uh, haven't been able to do a straight face since you were uh, born. Look, it's too late, Leo. You're so over. Sorry. Block. Next. Well, Harris, everyone hated you at the last election after your time in hell. So if you recovered, why can't I? Because I'm able to speak to humans without my eyes frosting over and also I could do no wrong. <laughs> Because I have a department that doesn't matter As minister for the zeitgeist uh, Hashtag repeal oh. Hashtag Y2K aesthetic But I made history this week By becoming the first Dublin person To visit Donegal oh. Also the last <laughs> And my fridge pick Was an epic hit well. <laughs> Wasn't it? Looked like a load of Vegan rabbit food to me No meat, no meal Well, well there was a block of cheese there That others I would never eat Block, block, block oh. It was just as grim As all your home picks <laughs> And you left a metal spoon In a bowl of some 
lowbrow leftovers. Food poisoning 101. Like, hello. What about all the positive things I've done recently? Uh, like the work from home bill. Uh, you mean the one that blocks people from working from home? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, well, if you're still working from home at this point, you've basically given up on your career, let's face it. Maybe you should follow their example, Kotish. Work from home for a bit. No, I mean, give up your career. Oh. <laughs> Wait, no, Pascal, come back. Where's Helen gone? Helen snuck out a few minutes ago, and I'm away too now, so I am. Bye! Damn it, that McEntee is always one step ahead of me. Simon, <laughs> Heather, no. <sighs> I wonder if I could still get a job in Europe. I'm sure there's stuff over there that gets leaked all the time. Amazeballs. It's me, Francis, at your service. Oh, it's finally summer, which means it's time to throw open the veranda doors and go outside. And if you don't own a veranda that leads onto a garden, try moving to a proper house, for goodness sake. Right now, I'm in my own garden in my best hunter welly boots and a hunky-dory suit. I call it that because of the crisp creases. Do you get it? (laughs) And a very fetching outdoors pocket square, which is now available as part of the Francis Brennan Summertime Collection. Not only does it add a pop of glitter to your left breast... It also unfolds into a surprisingly roomy picnic blanket. And after all those lockdowns, most of us need more room for our expanded bodies. Oh, can I say that word? Oh, I'll be cancelled. Come here to me now. If you ever get bored of your walled gardens, take a saunter through town. But remember to dress appropriately. I mean, swap out your heavy winter cravat for a light summer stole, for instance. Umbrellas are out this year. Parasols are in, yeah. Never mind this new Gangnam style, whatever that is. Gingham style is the only acceptable pattern for the summer months. Other than plain. Never paisley. If I see paisley on your shirt at any time of the year, I'll assume you're having a midlife crisis and or a mental breakdown. Oh, you probably can't say that anymore, I suppose. Oh. Now, my next top tip for summer is to stroll in the promenade, but I do prefer to gamble personally myself, if I'm honest, usually in linen. But keep an eye out for the seagulls. They honestly think they own the place. Shoo! Shoo! No! Ah! Ah, no! Oh! My scone! Scone! And yes, that's how it is pronounced, you heathens. I'll get you, you little bat! Finally, for goodness sake, look out for the ragamuffin youths trying to break the scooter land speed record on narrow, crowded pavements. You're mad. Have you nothing better to be doing, like lamplighting or working in the canals, singing shanties in adorable soot-stained waistcoats? And don't forget to sign up for the pop-up pools driven around the country in the back of diesel trucks to help teach people who live on an island how to swim. Costs nothing at all, unless you count climate change. Oh, listen to me, you'd swear I was John Oliver. I'm sorry, I've just been walking for over three minutes, I'm wrecked. We don't dwell in the heat, do we, the Irish? Mind you, I've seen town after a hot day. Irish people don't do well when they're in heat either. Oh, I'll be cancelled. Oh, that's me done now. Ireland's own won't touch me if I keep going. Anyway, happy summer, everyone. And back to the veranda. My Cromwell's Higgledy Home, what a fantastic belter of a week. Tearing up trade deals with my teeth, I can't get no relief. This security deal with Finland and Sweden is a rare beacon of light amidst all your trademark chaos, Prime Minister. Anything to get close to those Swedish booby wobblers. Zap my zippers. I can't help but think how you can be trusted with this new international treaty while you're busy threatening to tear up the other one you signed with the Northern Ireland Protocol. Well, well, I mean, who really knows where Northern Ireland even is? Sir? Is that we're off Wales, I presume? Incredibly, the Attorney General Suella Braverman 
Japan has given the green light to renege on the treaty. Extraordinary. Yes, a braver man than most lawyers. I say give that chap a raise. Miss Braverman is a woman, sir. Even better. What? If those Eurocrats try anything, we can have the AG do that basic instinct thing that distracts gentlemen from what they were. What was I saying? Never mind. The Queen's speech was another triumph. Yes. Indeed. Pity her match was replaced last minute by Prince Philip, though. What? Um, no, that was Prince Charles. What? The Duke has been dead for over a year now. Well, tickle my twit finger. The heir to the throne looks like he's been pickled and made to live in Scotland on nothing but battered Mars bars. He's the Prince of Wales, sir. Well, no wonder he looks no better than Tutankhamun, oh. having to live so close to the shores of Northern Ireland. Right. Well, on another note, did you happen to catch that Michael Gove interview doing all the ridiculous voices? <laughs> Indeed. Oh. It's already running as an NHS anti-drugs ad campaign. Oh. Who knew we had Harry Enfield as the minister for snorting it up? <laughs> it's levelling up, sir. Well, he certainly won't seem level until he's popped a few downers and been given the old Betty Ford what for. Still, <laughs> you must be concerned that all your potential successors are rather tarnished. Precisely, my friend. Oh. Remember, they said the fines would end me, and I'm still here. Yes. They said a local elections disaster would see Boris out of the house, and yet here I remain. True. Even beer Starmer's career has fallen face down into a curry. <laughs> There's no one left to replace me. And so I shall ride on, upright, and always ready for hoity-toity coitus. It <laughs> certainly looks like you'll make it to the next major milestone of the four-day June weekend. Ah, when British rage will be focused on that semi-American Megan-whipped ginger chap and his creepy uncle. On that, the city of York wants to revoke Andrew's Duke of York title. They also want him banned from ever owning a Yorkshire Terrier and prevent him from ever eating Yorkies. <laughs> well, pickle my Yorkie poker. You see, there's always someone much worse to take the public's ire. I meant even last now all the way to December, when the public will be transfixed by the World Cup in a desert where human rights go to die and where England fans won't need flares to have their mooning backsides scorched. <laughs> to quote Shakespeare, oh. never gonna give you up, never gonna let you down, oh. never gonna run around and desert you, quavers. <laughs> Welcome back to Arena, I'm Sean Rocks And yes, I've heard all your Get Your Rocks Off jokes before So don't even start Tonight we are here to preview the TV version of Sally Rooney's Conversations with Friends About sexy, tortured souls having extramarital affairs And discussing communism And here's a wee clip Oh, Nick No, just, I... I just can. Can you? Will we? Uh, can As I? Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> Join me to discuss it is Quiet Tommy Tiernan, who stars in the show as an alcoholic father. That's right, and it's wonderful to be here, Sean, to talk about yes the act of, do you know, acting like. You know? Right. It's also here is loud and inappropriate, Tommy Tiernan. I heard the show was about arty lesbians, Sean. And that was all I needed to hear. Lick me dungarees off me, Eileen. <laughs> Quiet, Tommy. We'll start with you. Right. What drew you to conversations with friends? I think it had something to do with the... Yeah. Like, long pauses. Do you know? The... Right. Uncomfortable silences... The improbably good-looking people talking shite out of their trousers. Right! 
I just I felt rushed home, do you know? And, and lied, Tommy, you want to come in here? Tis like an unedited episode of the Tommy Tiernan Show. Uh, how do you mean? People up themselves talking about pornography like they're James f***ing Joyce. All right. It's worse than quiet Tommy staring at Michael Harding having a dose for three hours on the telly. Uh, I think women will be drawn to this series, Sean, because, like, it's, it's, it's all about... Love. All the horny, culty women of Ireland are dying for Taylor Swift's fella to get the legger out. Come on, whip it out. Uh, okay, well, we have another clip here from the show. I believe it's your character, Tommy, talking to his daughter. <gasps> Sorry, I think that could have been the wrong clip there. Um, no, no, that's the right one. No, that's the scene. Uh, we're just looking at each other, you know, drinking. In the silence, uh, bathing in the awkward. Do you know? I, I think I do, yes. And uh, you play a father in Derry Girls, and now you're playing one here again too. What's it like being typecast as a dad, Tommy? Oh, Jesus, oh, I, <laughs> I, I never really thought about it like that. I, oh, oh, oh. Sorry now, I'm just going to need a moment. Oh. Stare at my trousers. Well, I didn't mean. <laughs> You've done it now. He'll be pure maudlin all day. <laughs> right. Well, sorry about that. And anyway, the show and the series is out next week. Jesus, lads and Leitrim who put scissoring into the Google images after this and die of the sexual tension. Yes, indeed. Buongiorno, darlings. Marty here, live from Turin for the Eurovision final. Yes, and I'm back where I belong, mustache deep in the Baileys, as we try to enjoy the show despite the blatant robbery on our lovely brook. It was a terrible sequence of events. Sequence? Do you get it? Oh, indeed not. It was seriously the worst atrocity in Ireland since the Harry Henry, which put me right off my Henry Hoover, I can tell you. Now, what fresh hell is this? Oh. Mother of God, she'd catch her death in that. Now, if you thought Eurovision was a fluffy camp festival full of sheer shirts and thongs, you'd be wrong. It's gone very political this year indeed. Russia and Belarus banned with Ukraine as the favourites, mind. The Germans now, they won't turn off the Ruski oil, but they will give dues points to Kiev. Oh, that'll show Putin, won't it? Oh, oh, careful, Marty, careful now. Oh, oh. A fine-looking young fella, no doubt about it. The Italians there! Not quite as raunchy as last year's crowd with their leather trousers and hairless chests. Women went mad for them, like they do for Marty in a pair of linen chinos. Oh-ho! Could Italy win it again? Make it a winning streak, perhaps. Speaking of, where is winning streak? The old dears are crying out for it. And more importantly, Marty's bank account is crying out for it. Oh-ho! I'm as poor as a church mouse. Should they're only paying me in Baileys nowadays. Oh-ho-ho-ho! <sighs> Yeah, just back from the jacks. We rang into Graham Norton. He's living La Dolce Vita, while poor Marty's living La Dolce Rye Vita. <laughs> anyway, here come the Serbs, washing their hands of the fact that it should have been Brooke Scullion up there doing That's Rich! Which is what I say about the custard chart in the canteen. <laughs> oh no, thinking about it just gives me the heebie-jeebies. Well, at least Israel isn't here this time. Ha <laughs> ha! Talking about landmines, Marty! Ooh! Controversial! Mm, more Baileys, I think! More Baileys! Whoa. 
Hello, little Mickey. All right, you big langer. It is big Mickey. You're looking more puffed up than usual. Why is that? Inflation t-shirt. Ah, you should try one of those yogurts with LKZI immunitas. The only type of culture I'm willing to spend any money on at all. No, not that inflation. Oh? I mean the excuse that allows me to rescue public construction projects by just topping them up with taxpayers' money endlessly. <laughs> Isn't it great how we can change contracts mid-contract when it comes to pouring more money at contractors in terms of... Sure, sure. Why don't we do that with the maternity hospital, boss? Ah. Just CPO the land mid-contract, no? Ah, stop. That's all done now. We, we as good as own the land, except for the fact that the, we don't own the land. And anyway, it's taken too long already. We can't afford to fix it at this stage. It's very late now, but... So, basically, we're saying that because we made a hames of this despite having years to do it right, yeah. we just have to get the botched job done now as quickly as possible. Well, the Hollis Street is in an awful state. Don't Google that now. Just trust the wishy-washy details. This whole hospital thing is like when you're halfway through a hang sandwich you know was off oh, yeah. and you just finish the rest in one mouthful anyway. It's like you're already in bed and you want... Anyway, the, sh- the shinners on Labour must realise the nuns are gone now. There's no nuns. You can't see them at all. Well, you can't see them in the schools either anymore. But isn't their lingering influence fierce good all the same at blocking sex education reform? Well, uh, There's lads in schools today who hardly know what a MILF is. Ah, don't get distracted again now, little Mickey. Your big day is coming yourself after the summer, right? Oh, yes. Aye. Minister for Finance. <laughs> or as I'll be calling it when I take over from Pascal, Finance. Ah, uh, restoring the office to the Finafal traditions again. Like all the greats, McCreevy, Cowan and Lenehan, who did so much to wipe out the economy. But now, to give the Blue Shirts credit, huh? they've ran Finance non-stop since 2011. They have. And they single-handedly wiped out home ownership. Ah, they did. The Michael Noonan Memorial Housing Crisis is the longest-lasting disaster in Irish political history, which is some achievement all the same to give them their due. Even longer than the Bertie bubble crash, <laughs> which was long before my time. Uh. What have you left now Big Mickey seven months is it only five when you take out the two months paid holidays what a country and then what <laughs> out to pasture I suppose yeah, no 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 I couldn't leave no 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 I'm far too popular like oh yeah so you'll step down as Cothish yes and then become Cothish exactly I plan on being around as Tarnister for the grim grinding winter months when Leo takes over with inflation running at 10% mortgage costs soaring when the ECB changes the rate and the Covid will be back raging through the bursting hospitals on top of the flu oh I can't wait for the gut wrenching public outrage it is very good for the chakra you know Shady Mac we might as well enjoy being on top for the moment so precisely little Mickey we'll have a lovely summer Ara but you're the most cunning the most carconian the most barely noticeable of them all thanks a million big fella this calls for a celebration peel us two boiled eggs there like a good man hard boiled cold and salty like my a Callan's kicks will return, but I wonder will Leo. Oh, hey! Lock, lock, lock.